is Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate. Presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizis. Expert guidance for CFOs on corporate real estate planning, portfolio optimization, global transactions, driving efficiencies and cost reduction, and more. And now, here's your host, Andrew Zizis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate where we bring to middle market and enterprise company CFOs the insights and strategies to deploy their company's real estate and facilities to achieve increased operating efficiencies and flexibility, and of course, drive greater profits. I'm your host, Andrew Zizis. It's really great to be with you again. Thanks for joining us. During each show, I'll share one idea, one thought, or one focus as part of an overall discussion about driving opportunity your company's real estate. Now, if you have ideas on today's topic or any other, and you'd like to know more, contact me at andrew.zezas at cfointel, that's with two L's, dot com. Now, in today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about salesforce.com, surplus office space, and the greater good. Now, to be clear, we don't represent salesforce.com, and we're not involved in their transaction. As most companies seek creative solutions to attract and retain quality employees, many are also seeking what they should do. They're asking what they should do with their surplus office space. Those same companies are focused on how in today's environment, they can deploy ESG to do right by people, the environment and society overall. With that in mind, I'd like to read to you an excerpt from a recent post that appeared on LinkedIn. The post referenced a story that appeared in the San Francisco Business Times. It addressed an evolving business situation, one that has a rather dynamic societal twist and it asked an interesting question that received a lot of heartfelt responses from business people. The post read, Salesforce, as in the company salesforce.com, is saying goodbye to half of its Salesforce West Tower in San Francisco. That's one of several towers Salesforce occupies in that neighborhood. The post continued, after introducing a hybrid work policy, the tech giant is now listing for rent 412,600 square feet of its space in San Francisco's financial district. The news comes amidst concerns that office vacancies will rise as more companies embrace remote work. The Post then asked two very interesting questions. What does Salesforce's move say about the future of urban office real estate? How might cities respond to declines in commercial real estate leasing? Now on the LinkedIn platform, I read many posts where business people offered suggestions as to alternate uses for Salesforce's property. Now, a recent report stated that downtown San Francisco office markets are over 22% vacant. That's huge. So who needs more office space right now? Well, I was quite surprised at how many business people writing in their posts advocated for converting Salesforce's vacant office space into other uses. Suggestions included converting that facility into hotels, entertainment venues, apartments and condos, housing for the homeless, and more. Interestingly, most of the posts excitedly contained great ideas about how that vacant space could be converted to homeless housing. Now, it was clear that given the challenges that exist for those who are homeless in San Francisco and in other cities in this country, Combined with the sheer size of Salesforce's vacant office space offering, redeploying that office space as a move toward possibly solving the gargantuan problem of providing homes for the homeless would be at at top of mind 
to those who seek to benefit society and those who love the city of San Francisco. Not only were those people thinking about the greater good, but their thoughts are in keeping with how intelligent business people and intelligent commercial real estate people think. Now, again, if you have topics on today's discussion, or if you'd like to know more, contact me at andrew.zesus at cfointel with two L's.com. Ahead of the curve, landlords and developers have focused on alternate uses of city and suburban office buildings for a very long time. Alternate use is almost always a topic of discussion, whether to achieve greater profit motives, social good, or more. Interestingly, for decades, Leases in New York City side street office buildings and other cities have frequently contained what are called conversion clauses. Those clauses permit landlords to cancel leases and convert office space to alternate uses, such as apartments, condos, co-ops, or hotels. The size and shape of side street office buildings typically lend themselves to those kinds of alternative uses. Converting an office building to any other use brings challenges, though. A tremendous planning effort is required. For example, when considering turning offices into residential uses, think about important issues like the necessity to have short distances from wall to window to allow plenty of natural light, the addition of plumbing to support bathrooms and kitchens in every apartment, and there'll be multiple apartments on each floor, additional power, heat, air conditioning requirements, fire safety issues become very important, time of day issues such as parking, traffic, impact on schools and first responders and city services. The list goes on. While side street city buildings can frequently be more easily converted, floor sizes in many suburban buildings are simply too large for conversion to residential use in most cases. Some landlords are considering converting suburban office buildings, those with large floors, large column spacing, and high ceilings to assembly and light industrial uses given the very strong demand for those uses. In many cases, when suburban office buildings can't be converted, well, they may be demolished and replaced with apartments, warehouses, retail, or something else. Some buildings that can't easily convert, you know, well, they'll likely enter into financial default over time. That's unfortunate. The big challenge for many suburban office buildings, possibly including the Salesforce San Francisco offering, whether you consider that urban or suburban, is that the lease terms under which Salesforce controls that office space likely contain restrictions. And those restrictions would only permit another office user to occupy that space. Given current workplace and occupancy trends, that could be an extremely hard push, especially considering how changing work habits and demands of most office employees are requiring surplus office space. In cases like these, companies like Salesforce, those seeking to dispose of obsolete office leases by deploying alternate uses will need to collaborate in partnership with landlords and local municipal planning and zoning officials to permit conversions and financially and operationally engineer intelligent alternatives that'll permit both the occupant's ability to eliminate and reduce unnecessary costs, achieve the ROI ex expectations of their landlords and the landlord's investors and lenders, and of course, to promote the best interests of their communities and society. Through intelligent advanced planning led by experienced experts, Companies seeking to dispose of blocks of office space, whether large or small, may realize that creativity can achieve their occupancy, can achieve their operating and their financial goals, while satisfying the terms of their leases and achieving the objectives of society. I hope these insights will be of help to you in better understanding the issues surrounding how your company 
can address its surplus office facilities and achieve its goals, not only for itself, but for the greater good. If you have ideas, if you'd like to discuss your needs, or if you would like to learn more, email me at andrew.zizas at cfointel.com. For additional insights, you can also view my earlier episode entitled All That Surplus Office Space. Tune in again. I'll share additional views in the future in driving opportunity, your company's real estate. Thanks for watching. This is Andrew Zizas for CFO Intelligence and for driving opportunity, your company's real estate. We'll see you again. Thanks for joining us on Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate. Presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizas. If you have questions about how best to optimize your company's real estate, email Andrew at andrew.zezas at cfointell.com. If how you serve your company and your career would be enhanced by connecting with peer CFOs from around the country, visit cfointel.com to explore the benefits of becoming a CFO Intelligence member. While you are there, subscribe to CFO Intelligence Magazine, take the CFO Business Sentiment Survey, arrange to attend exclusive CFO events, and explore our other CFO-focused podcast series, CFOs in Motion and CFO Career Accelerator. That website again is cfointel.com, C-F-O-I-N-T-E-L-L.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate. Presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizes. We'll see you next time. The opinions and views presented on this podcast by Andrew Zizes are his own and may not be relied upon as fact. The opinions and views of others who appear on this show are their own as well and may not be relied upon as fact or for any other purpose. Opinions and views and other information are provided for general information and educational purposes only.